Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to Campus Crossover After Dark. Uh, it's me, Henry, with Ryan, the Buffs guy. We've got uh, Solid Mike over there. Uh, so this as this is the Buffs half. This is the, the Arizona Wildcats half up here from PHNX. And we're going to work together to, to talk through the things <laughs> that happened in that game. Because I think there's a lot of shock and awe on both sides. Uh, uh, yeah. I, and for some reason, I feel like there's more shock on your side than it is despair on ours. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> I think that that's fair. Like, I think that that's fair. I feel I literally feel guilty <laughs> over sitting here yesterday and like trying to pretend like we were worse than you guys. I I really believed that. Yeah. Maybe not worse, but capable of losing to Arizona. In all fairness though, like I'm not going to beat you up you guys up too much cuz when you're on the ground there yeah. and yeah. you see it kind of game in and game out, it's just different and Saul and I were sitting there and we'll get into all the details, but even when the game was 3 nothing in the second quarter, kind of turned to Saul, and I'm like, man, there's still a talent disparity out here. You just felt it, even though the score didn't indicate it at the mm-hmm. time. I, I actually do disagree a bit with Mike on this. He mm-hmm. had mentioned this earlier, and I didn't want to give it away, but I don't feel like it's such a severe talent disparity that Arizona should have lost 34-0. to Where I think the talent disparity really showed itself was in the trenches. All season, Colorado hasn't had time back there to throw the football. And so when I saw that offensive line building a pocket for Brendan Lewis, I was like, okay, so that, that, there's a big gap there. And then I thought on the other side, the buffs were really creating pressure, really living in the backfield. So I felt like there is where you kind of saw, okay, this is kind of – to me, that was the difference in the game was in the trenches. Arizona was 
very good against the run today. Yep. They were very. They made Brendan Lewis beat them, mm-hmm. and which for a large not, stretch, which of the we did game, not think he was capable. But, of but for a large stretch of the game, that did not happen mm-hmm. until about midway through the third quarter. That all of a sudden, all hell broke loose, and right. and that's what it was: is all hell broke loose. It's not that Brendan yeah, Lewis yeah. all of a sudden just went off. That did happen eventually, but it wasn't until he had a twenty-point lead. There was there was a blocked punt <laughs> one, that got returned for a touchdown. Two yard pass for a touchdown. <laughs> no, he went I, off. Well, I mean, he had two hundred fifty. I'm pretty sure he more than doubled his previous career high in passing. Yards. Again, just just to set the stage here, Colorado came into today with five hundred and two team passing yards total. Second worst in the Pac-12 oh was Utah, one thousand one hundred and nine. That's what we were dealing and with. That doesn't even count the drop touchdown pass yeah. that yeah. he dropped in the end zone right there. I think it was, was a good ball, quarter. Stanley, yeah. the first first yeah. drive right after he threw one up to Brendan Lewis, which we've been literally screaming all season. Just throw it up to Brendan Lewis. We promised. Or, it's sorry, good. to Brendan we Rice. He's good. I was like, what? Yeah, okay. sorry. Hey, don't throw it up to yourself. I mean, <laughs> maybe do. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we were like, throw it up to Brendan Rice. Throw it up to Brendan Rice. Throw it up to Brendan. Finally, they do. And that kind of got them going a little bit. And then I thought he, th- he, I was like, what is happening when he dropped a dime into uh, Dimitri Stanley? So it was like I say, like, I just, he's never looked like that before. He's never looked anything close to that before, mm-hmm. um, which I know you guys were like probably expecting to happen. But we, there was just no evidence that we could have looked at to be like, oh, yeah, he's going to break out tomorrow. Totally agree. Now, do you see what we were talking a little bit with our, uh, with the quarterback play? Yeah, man, those guys suck. <laughs> I mean, you know, but you, you know what's interesting about Arizona, and I'll let's all have it from here. You guys got to see up close, though, the northwest, or excuse me, the east-west passing game that uh, that yeah. Gunner Cruz excels at, where you don't really try to throw it downfield. Everything yeah. is kind of a three-yard hitch, a two-yard pass to the, uh, you know, to the. The covered tight end. I mean, there really isn't. There was no oomph to it. And like the first time he threw it downfield, we we're like, "The heck was that right there?" Yeah. I mean, there's just no yeah. gusto to it. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. no. There's no risk taking. And, and that just tells me that's a quarterback that that's that doesn't feel comfortable at yep. all. You know what I mean? But again, like people are kind of trying to trash jed fish right now because they're like, "Oh, well, they're zero six, and you know they shouldn't have been doing this, and they shouldn't be doing the fourth and goal." calls were a tragedy like like, let's not get that wrong but from the press box when looking down on the field there were multiple receivers open on multiple occasions that gunner cruz just did not see did not he had already Mm -hmm. met had his mind made up or or he he delivered the ball too late it was just there was plenty out there to to feast off of if you're an arizona quarterback but they just did not do it and so you know jed fish is going to take a brunt of this the play calling was terrible for Gunnar Cruz in the first quarter, but after that, I felt like Gunnar had plenty of chances to succeed. Well, and play calling is really hard when you can't protect and you know you're not running the ball well and those sort of things. I kind of like like he he you know I talk about sometimes how play calling is like storytelling. You have to like build a story. Yeah. And he did it with the jet sweeps. You know, like we were kind of laughing about it. We're like, how many jet sweeps can they run? But that was all, you know, building a story. So then later they could do the fake thing where they threw back the screen the other way. It got them a great fourth down conversion. What I was saying is that was the whole buildup, right? It was all building up to that play, which was a great design. But they had to use it in their own territory to convert a fourth and three or whatever it was. If they were able to save that play for when they finally got down in the red zone and run it there, it would have been a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's true. I think, it's, I think it's a big issue, though, when it's the first drive of the game. And to get, like, two yards, you're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go with a jet sweep right here, which was snuffed out <laughs> immediately because Colorado's like, yeah, yeah, we just saw this, the previous play. <laughs> yeah. There was – there's – and like Saul said, I just I think it's a quarterback that just doesn't have a ton of confidence. And I'm not saying the other quarterbacks for the U of A are world beaters, but there's definitely a different playbook, I guess, when Cruz is in, or there's a different playbook that's utilized. Because, yeah. I mean, heck, I'm not saying Will Plummer's the best, but Will Plummer came in and started chucking it. Now, yep. he didn't complete it, but he started mm -hmm. chucking it. <laughs> um, Jordan McLeod, kind of the same way. With Cruz, you just kind of know what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned how a lot of the passing game is very horizontal. The running game is incredibly horizontal. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's sideline to sideline the entire time. Everything's outside, and and maybe they really just couldn't do anything if they tried to go right up the middle. And shout out to Nate Lamb, and I want to give you credit, but I I think that you got to go right at I mean, him and I try. I felt it. like they had a couple series there where they were actually the 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 fourth mm -hmm. and one, like mm -hmm. the running game had got them all the way down there to that to that position. It's true, uh, and and I did not understand why all of a sudden they backed out, went shotgun and try to hand the ball off and do all this cutesy, fancy yeah. stuff, and it completely screwed them. Just line up behind the center and run the same shit you just did to get all the way down the field. I didn't was understand that whatsoever. Was it the third down run that was like the shotgun running back right there? It's like yeah. a, a pitch out yeah. that way too? Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Just, no just, Nobody got that's, fooled. And they got away with a hold on that play too. I didn't yeah. know that. But yeah, it's I, I, I wish they would have showed a couple more replays because I thought one or two of those goal line dives might have gotten in, mm. but... And, and who knows? Seven six going into half, you're feeling better about yourself. You know what I mean? And and, and things kind of change. What about six three going into half? Okay, he, that was on the table. I know. By, by and we way. made fun of CU for going. <laughs> don't tell me. And don't tell keep... me when it's zero zero on and it's fourth and one. You guys didn't want him to go. That for was it. the game winning points. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And here's here's all I'll say about I that. Said, I think I tweeted <laughs> that out. I said. Three and is really going to win this game, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I I'm sorry. When you're it's the when it's the first drive of the game, no. you're, playing, Four, you're dude. playing the worst team in college football, and you kick it from the one. Trust me. Come on, dude. This is a big problem we've had with Carl Durrell. He <sighs> doesn't like he doesn't get aggressive. I disagree. I disagree. I mean, we saw in the Texas A&M game. Okay, but, but uh, about but, the aggressiveness. Would you 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 have generally liked his? I th I uh, think he's been on fourth downs. I don't know about that. I do think he's been aggressive. If you see Ryan a, a tad bit distracted, it's because the Avs game is going <laughs> yeah. on. And it's a pretty good game. It's pretty exciting. It's well, a big in the night. bar, like you <laughs> yeah, hear yeah, them get right. excited. It's popping. Like, What's going on? I know. you got to check. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the Texas A&M game, you know, they, they go for it on uh, the fourth and goal. Yeah. Everybody shreds it. And after the game, Carl comes out and says, that's what we do. When we get down there, when you play good teams, you've got to get touchdowns. Because to beat good teams, you've got to get touchdowns. And it's worth that that's risk. That's why they kicked a field goal. And that's <laughs> where I was going. I mean, I guess if when, you look when, at it that way. Yeah. Exactly. Because I really do think that they looked at that defense and said, we're not giving up 20 points in this game. We're probably not giving up 17, 14. I'm not sure that they were saying we, we're getting a shutout and the three points is going to win the game. But I do think this was one where they're saying, hey, we just got to we gotta stay in front of these guys. I'm almost happier. And I don't, I don't mind it. I'm almost happier, though, if Gunnar Cruz has to go 99 yards. Well, and that's what, yeah, that's what I was saying because I really didn't like that after not going for that one, then they went for the next one from the third, <laughs> which baffled me at that yeah. point because I'm like, uh, the guys, we have a solution in the chat. Justin Spears said Spencer Rattler to Arizona, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to go home. That's it, baby. Come, hey, we'll take him. We'll take him. Man, em. Arizona people would love someone called Rattler. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, but see, but I think Bob is hitting so hit the here. nail on the head too with what why I'd go with Will Plummer and I would have done it the entire season. At least when Plummer came into the game, it looks like he's at least trying to do things. I mean, when you watch yes. when you watch Cruz, and you know, it's kind of like what we talked about yesterday. You got a quarterback that's really not looking to do much, dude. I yeah, my man lost to NAU. Yeah, but dude, he couldn't do anything against NAU. But still, that's one. I mean, I mean still, that's one game, bro. It's NAU. He still came. He put up nineteen. How many points did they actually? I think he only put up you, thirteen. You but, guys are in a like a lesser of two evils situation, and Bob, I do. Bob, I side with you on this anyway. one. Okay. Anyway. Let's, let's play a game. Yeah, let's, let's play a game. It. Let's do it. So here's what we're going to do. We're going <laughs> to run through a bunch of things that happened in this game. Could be plays, could be series, could be stats. And we're going to say, okay, is this whatever it is because one team like succeeded and did what it was trying to do? Or is Basically it because the Colorado. other team just sucks? Because <laughs> yes. both these teams have really struggled to this point. Well, yes. Okay. Um, yes. And then we'll start. We'll start with that 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 uh, to go situation. Uh, what was that called? The to goal line stand. No goal to go. Goal situation? to go. There's the first word I was looking for. The goal to the go, goal to go yeah. series okay. with Arizona. They go for it on fourth down. So Colorado stops them. We're gonna go around the panel here, starting with Mike. Credit to Colorado, or is that just bad football from Arizona? Oh, I thought that was bad football from Arizona. That was the one thing that I, I, I can't really find. That goal line, when Arizona got down there, I thought those were all terrible. Pretty much terrible calls. Now, I'm not going to totally beat up Fish because Saul's right. Arizona had guys wide open, but that was so unimaginative down there. And it just felt like they were just getting pushed back further and further each time. Mm-hmm. I thought that was more, a little bit more on Arizona. Yeah, I'm definitely going to say Arizona. And this one I will put on Jed Fish. That play calling selection was trash mm-hmm. um and it was when it when you look back at it that was like the key point of the game i feel like you know outside of the block punt which changed everything mm-hmm. i agree i agree that's that's just bad play calling in my opinion i will say like you gotta stop it so i thought colorado did a good job of taking that away i just thought arizona if i were them i would have gone back to that the formation where they were using all the jet sweep stuff at least at least make Colorado think, okay, are they doing jet sweep? Are they doing handoff fake jet sweep? Or are they going to run that screen? You just make them freeze a little bit. So, I mean, usually when a team can't score from, was it was it first and goal from the one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was first yeah, and goal. Yeah, when you have four chances from the one, yeah. it's your fault. But I will say I thought Colorado really bowed their backs there and had a nice stop. All right. Uh, we can move along. For what it's worth, I also wanted to add, and you're going to men- probably mention all these things. I really think that there's like three plays that made this game from a, uh, a close game to a blowout. Yeah, I agree. Which is pretty crazy. It is. Let's get to one of them, that block punt. Yep. Credit to Colorado. Or is that just bad from Arizona? No, that's credit to Colorado. I'll give you kudos okay. on give you, that. Yeah, yeah. You got to give them the, the love on the special teams front. You know, I, I've been watching how close Colorado uh, had been getting to the, to the punter. The whole game, and I mean, there was a couple times where maybe it looked like it was close, but he was punting the ball pretty well today, mm-hmm. and and then he wasn't, and then you guys blocked it, and then subsequently after that he couldn't put the ball on a dime yeah. like he had oh. been, and he just kept kicking the ball through, through the end zone. <laughs> He's like, he was like, I just want to get it off. Man, I don't just care anymore. There were some really good punts before that, and yeah. they were all in the end zone yes. afterwards. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, so he yeah. was hitting bombs though. They were just going into the end zone. <laughs> It's, it is true. It is true. Yeah. You guys get full credit I'm on with that you guys. One, For sure. I'm with you guys. I will say, I thought I thought Arizona, uh, the punter, looked a little lackadaisical there. And also, 
the blocker just got kind of got pushed Dude, back. He got like he got beasted by a freshman mm. who doesn't play anywhere except for on that unit. It's and true. He blocked it, returned it the whole nine yeah, yards. Yeah, it was an awesome moment for him. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's go with um. How about the uh, nine tackles for loss, twenty-five yards for Colorado? Is that uh, Colorado's defense? Is that the Arizona offense? Uh, I think it's a little of both because that's you, the right answer. Arizona gives you a lot of opportunities to get tackles for loss because, first of all, you generally don't see a lot of tackles for loss on passing plays, which Arizona does excel at this season. And you had, I would, I, without looking, I would assume that a couple of those were in there. But like you just said, too, there's just so much east-west yeah. in what they do, whether that's designed or whether it's just what happens, that I think it's a little bit of both, but you still got to tackle the guy. And, you know, so I go 50-50 on that one. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's, it was, it was I mean, it's, it's easy to blame Arizona for everything, <laughs> but you do have to give – your defense, yeah. a ton of credit too, because they did a lot of good things out there. I love Landis Cog, by the way. You know, you were talking about like, hey, you, you, <laughs> you were mean, talking about you mean Landman, my Landman. My Landis, oh, see, now you're going. Now you're getting distracted by that. I love where that was going. That's not only me getting distracted by that. My bad, I was distracted. Yes, I was like Landis Cog. You gave me that look, and I was like, where the fuck did I get that name from? Then Landman. Yeah, I love him. Both captains. He's he's a beast. I love it. Um, I might buy his shirt. I don't know. We'll Dude, see. Dude, he, he's just like, uh, like a, kind of an old school type. Yeah. I mean, even all the way down to the neck roll, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> he's it's out true. there to, you know, yeah. pop dudes and, you know, he, there, he's awesome. I'll say I gotta, I, I gotta, if I had to choose one side or the other, I'd choose Arizona on this one. Um, You're like Carson, us credit for the tackles yep. for loss for yes, Colorado. Yes. Thanks. Um, Carson Wells has been pretty quiet all season. Yeah, he had three and a half tackles for loss coming into this game. And he had five tackles for loss, a sack, and a pick six in this game. Four. Okay, four tackles for loss, a sack, and a pick six in this game. <laughs> that, you know, he was amazing last season. He led so the league in tackle or led the country led the in tackles for loss. Country in tackles for loss. So, Depressing. you know, he obviously is a big-time player, but they kind of got – it was like a get-right game for him. I blame yep. Arizona for that. Yep. And again, like he made some good plays. So many horizontal runs. So many horizontal runs. And that just creates opportunities to go We're backwards. Talking about new offenses, a new era. You know what? Maybe Arizona's on the cutting edge of something there. Yeah. Move move those end zones to the sideline. Maybe you know maybe there's something they were there. They're gonna expand the field. Yes, expand the field. Um let's see, what else do we have going on here? The pick How, six. Yeah, that, we could do me, the pick six. That too. to me is the third play. It's, that is it's the, the fourth and goal that they didn't get. It's the blocked punt, and it's that pick six. You take away those, you you know those three plays go the other way around. I think you actually have a close game. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Because you take fourteen points off the board. Number it's thirteen zero before the blocked punt for a touchdown. So it, it's still well, a no. It wasn't was yes, it? Yes, it was. Block punt. It was 13. six zero before, and then got to thirteen. Yeah, yep. that to made 13. it to thirteen. Yeah, yep. and then the pick six made it twenty. Yep, and then the re and then, and then the, the offense sixty two yard. So it, it really yep. was. Yeah, like that's that, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like I mean, I literally even when it got to twenty to nothing, and this is going to be more of my other points. Mm -hmm. I sat there and I said, it's not like if they could just find these guys that are open, they're right back in this game. It sounds mm -hmm. stupid because they haven't scored a single point. <laughs> But you just never knew when Will Plummer came in, maybe something was going to happen. Yeah. And trust me, we and were worried about that because two different times Arizona has called on a backup quarterback to come in and beat the Buffs. Yeah, and then it didn't happen. It did not. And uh, Spoiler yeah, alert. Your guy. 
Your fucking guy, I swear. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think th- that interception, it was a good play from Carson Wells. I think that there are some interceptions where it just kind of thrown right at him, especially to linebackers. Yes. He did, like, see that the guy was open. It was in between, like, I think it was a cover two, and he had, like, the outside somehow. I don't even know how that works. But he jumped in. He read it. He got in front of the guy. At the same time, it's a short pass. That can't get picked off. You've got to see that that's, he, you that can guy can get the there. the hitch in his throw. He dropped yep. back. He saw him, like, right when he was, like, here, and he was, like, was it fourth and it gave down him or time. third? It was third. Third. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he was forcing for sure. He just, it was like I'm throwing it no matter what, and mm-hmm. it came back to bite him. That one, it was so, it was so right in his chest. I don't know if I can give Carson too much credit. I'll give him credit for the return though. I'll say fifty-fifty. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, it is kind of crazy just running through some of these numbers, like to talk about how close this game, kind, it, it was in a way. Like, you look at the number of plays, 70 to 58 in favor of Arizona. And some of that's because you get the quick touchdowns. You look at the time of possession in favor of Arizona. More first downs. There are a bunch of those things that they don't make you think Arizona should have won the game. But you look at those stats and see 34-0 and you're just like, how does that even happen? Yeah. I'm with you there. I agree. Um, Anything else you guys want to throw in before we wrap this up? No, I just want to talk about Brendan Rice. One thing I do want to give kudos okay. for with the U of A that I think is important that gets overlooked. Yeah. Um, these kids all try. I mean, this is a thing. You see a lot of teams where you've got guys that just end up quitting or you've got players that just end up quitting. You see it all the time. I mean, they battle to the end. I mean, we're going to get to that here in a second. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the third segment. Okay, my bad. Yeah, 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 yeah go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I, just, okay. well, I think you know he what? might have thought you were, th- were going to wrap up the show. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I was, I was like, well, I don't know exactly where we're going here, so <laughs> oh, I'm not yeah, going to throw yeah, that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's Nobody why we have does. segments, Mike. We got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> all right. Uh, first of all, Breckenridge Brewery. Oh, yes. We had a couple of Breckenridge beers. I only had one. I was responsible. I was a working member of the media, so I had one uh, seltzer before the game. It was super good. I wanted more. Just I resisted. To lubricate the tweets, right? Exactly. And they were they were they were firing <laughs> off today. The yeah, got another one going. The strawberry sky. We got oh, Breckenridge beers all I'm over totally because it is that. the best stuff. Oh man, I might make that a poster in my office. <laughs> <laughs> you got to lubricate the tweets. <laughs> we do love Breckenridge Brewery, not just because they lubricate the, the tweets. They lubricate lubricate. <laughs> All sorts of things for us, and we're done with that word. I mean, time out for that oh word for the rest of the night. Um, if you guys want to check them out, use the Do you beer have a locator. Of my beer? Of course moist not. Is just equally as bad. No, oh. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Um, but yeah, the beer locator, breckbrew.com. It'll tell you where you can pick it up. If you're watching this in Colorado, it's probably every grocery store around you, the gas stations, all that. If you're watching Arizona. Use that beer locator because it's around. It's in 30 states, not just in Colorado, and it's great stuff. Uh, also, what are the give... other 20 states doing? How do they live so without they it? Talk about late probably, They also yeah. probably are not legalized over there, too. <laughs> mm, I believe it. Yeah. Adds up. Shout out, Kentucky. DraftKings, uh, if you guys watched yesterday, you know that our consensus pick of the week was the under, and we all made money. Yes, we did. It was, uh, it was an easy decision. I'm not sure this is what we thought the score would look like, but we were correct. We got our money, and you could have, too, if you Easiest just buy in. you could have made all year. <laughs> I know it's incredible. It almost got, it got way closer than it should have been. Yeah. After the first yeah. quarter, they dropped the over from forty six to like twenty seven. Yes, they're like, oh <laughs> shit! They're like, Man, never <laughs> mind. <Our> bad. <laughs> yeah, I so I actually I I sold it down. No, I bought it down. I bought it down 
You bought it so, up or sold it down? I sold it down. I sold it down to 40 and a half. Mm, and, and so that means that sweat. if they had got a touchdown yeah. on that last drive, it doesn't hit. But instead, it was plus 175. And so I felt pretty good about that. Do you use that 25% boost from DraftKings too? I couldn't get it to load because I'm an idiot. And I was in a rush because I was mm, late before yeah. thing. I was just like, I'm just going to make my money. Um, also, though, right now... Uh, if you bet $1 on any NFL game and you're a new user, tomorrow you get $100 in free bets if either team scores a point in that game. It's a great deal. Make sure that you figure out what you're betting on tonight. Uh, it makes it a lot easier. And remember, the last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943, so it's a no-brainer. Um, I think if, that was the last time Arizona won a game, too. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Now you're, now you're good. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR and bet $1 on any NFL game to win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Last but not least, ball. Uh, ball, as in ball arena, as in ball pins. aluminum, basically. No, not pins? I don't, I don't think oh, so. Oh, not ballpoint pens, no. Okay. No. Right. That would be, maybe that's next. They do Could all sorts next. of stuff. They do. Maybe um, make them out of aluminum. Most cans. Ryan, you should see if that can is a ball can. Of course it's a ball can. Every can all is a ball can. Ball cans. They made 101 billion cans last year. Wow. And if anybody watching uh, wants to help out, and make some cans. They're, and your uh, glass, apparently. And your glass, you can, apparently. I believe it. Probably. Yeah. May, who knows? But they have a plant in Golden that is hiring. It's a 400-person plant. And if you text Golden to 77222, you can get set up with all that information. You can also go to jobs.ball.com and search for Golden. You'll be good to go. You'll be good to go. Great place um, to work. It is. So we've heard from Zach's Aunt Julie. And from... I didn't know that. Yes. But I didn't know that. Okay, good to know. But also from the human rights campaign, give it a 100% corporate equality yes, yeah. index. That's a, that's a big number. I thought you were going to say, hey, if you for. use promo code like DNVR, you get like a $5 <laughs> raise. Yeah, $5 an hour more. <laughs> Limited time. salary will be this, but now it'll be this. Wow. No way. Uh, Apology uh, accepted. Are they, uh, wow. Wow. You deserve better. I did. I do deserve better. Today, we got shit on, and I just got shit on again. I do deserve better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, At least you got a Breck brew. <laughs> All right. Point pens. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get back to some football here. Yeah, let's do it. You wanted to talk about Brendan Rice. And Brendan Lewis. And Brendan Lewis. The Brendans. So we, we played that game a little bit. Did, how much credit do we give to the, the one team or the other? When it comes to Brendan Lewis, we've talked about the numbers. Is Brendan Lewis good, or is this just a one-week here, here, gift I don't think from Arizona? I don't think you're framing this in, the, in here, a fair way. But, but, okay. Here's my, my official scouting report on Brendan Lewis. Okay. Brendan Lewis is better than every U of A quarterback. Brendan Lewis is not a good quarterback. Yeah. He's just not. Like, that whole first half, I wanted to pull my hair out. I was like, dude, what? Yep. Why are you missing these simple throws? You don't see the field for shit. Mm -hmm. You're not very fast. I thought you'd be faster. He's really hesitant in the pocket, really slow delivery. Like, I don't like anything about Brendan Lewis <laughs> outside of the fact that he had probably one of the prettiest throws that I've seen all year he had on that 62-yard yeah. just dime of a pass. Mm -hmm. I give him credit for that. That was, was a good pass. I, when he threw that, I was like, there's no way that's going to get there. And then 
it got there he, was perfectly placed. He had two throws in the first half that none of our guys could make. Period. He had the uh, he had the, uh, the the one in the back of the end zone. The one in the back of the end zone. Then he had the one up the sideline that was caught. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was for the yardage, but I came away thinking exactly like that. I, he's not good, um, so you know don't <laughs> don't don't mistake that. But you know he would he would mm-hmm. take every single snap at Arizona. Here's different. Here's what I came away from today, and I don't mm-hmm. think it's fair to say is he good or is Arizona bad step. because it's he's not yet. Yeah, but I think that's the important thing. Is I think his biggest issue is confidence. He has not been confident, and even going all the way back to that UNC game, which was his first true start, he was not confident in that game, and it wasn't really a confidence-building game for him. He didn't get off, you know, a, a 62-yard touchdown pass, or he didn't heat up. Like he he actually heated up in this game. He got hot. Yeah. At one point late in the game, he had what four or five straight completions. Yeah. He's never done that's that. That's new. So, to me, he's not good yet, but this was definitely a confidence-building win for him. Mm-hmm. And I saw him get to the, his back foot, go to his read, and deliver the football, which is something I've never seen him do before. So, while it, that you absolutely have to take the opponent into consideration here, I just think the fact that he built confidence today, and I even heard his post-game interview on the radio afterwards, oh. and... He just sounded like someone who was like feeling himself a little bit. Like, good. I can play quarterback yeah. at this level. Listen. And whether he can or not is to be seen. But you definitely can't if you don't believe you can. Yeah. And I feel like he took a step in the right direction today to believing that he can. Listen, when you have a quarterback that goes up against anybody, any game you can lose or gain confidence. Yep. I saw it against San Diego State when Gunnar Cruz basically lost all his confidence. Yeah. Um, and then you see it against Will with Will Plummer. Where he comes in, and you're thinking, okay, this guy's gonna, they, he has to lead them to victory, and he come, he kind of faded, and he, he he lost confidence. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that affects quarterbacks as you move forward. I, so I get your point. Like yeah. it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how good or bad Arizona is; it's just another stepping stone to maybe better things in the future, um, and hopefully quickly. Because if you guys get another good quarterback, he ain't gonna play anymore. I'm cool <laughs> with his arm talent. I mean, I don't think he can really read the field, but I thought he could make some throws. I thought he could make the throws necessary. I just don't know that he can read he the did. field. Yeah. And, he's, and he is athletic enough to, you know, escape out of sacks. Mm-hmm. Like, he was able to do that today. Yeah. So, it, it's it, he's a long ways away. But at least he took a step this in the right direction. This was a step direction in the right today. direction yeah. for him. Yeah. yeah. And, and just to talk about the confidence a little bit more, you know, in the press conference, it was actually the first time we'd heard from him since, since the Texas A&M game. Wow. He hasn't talked to the media at all. Wow. Um, yeah, which is interesting. Again, confidence thing probably. But but he was asked just straight up, like, D- do you see the things that people are saying about you? Like, does that affect your confidence? He, he just said, like, I don't see it. I don't hear anything about it. Put his head down a little bit. Bullshit. And that was that. And Bullshit. it's like, oh, boy, that's a man who's heard a lot of things said about him. Yeah. Another thing that Carl said, though, is that during this bye week, he went up in front of the team and said, we do not have a Brendan Lewis problem. We have, he has some issues, but we have a protection problem. He said that? The receivers are in front of the entire team. He went and he said. said he said he has some issues? Oh, yeah, Brendan does. No, he, no, was, saying know, like, but he was saying, like, this is not a Brendan Lewis problem. Mm-hmm. He has things to improve on, yep. but so do all of you. So does oh, the offensive gotcha, line. Gotcha, so gotcha. do the receivers. I so does everybody. He was saying that to the team. He was. Yeah, he told the whole team that. Oh, See, I don't even like that part. <laughs> like, hey, we don't have a quarterback problem. 
sure, he sucks in some ways, but so do all of you, is what I heard. I hope he didn't frame it quite like that, but yeah, I mean, they had gotten to the point, though, where he just said, like, after that, there was no more finger pointing, we've been good to go. It's like, see, if that's if where was, you are... You... If I was in that locker room and I was a player, I'd be like, bro, like, I play left guard. Okay, I'm not affecting this game outside of maybe missing a, pl a, a block. What yeah. I really liked is that uh, he was elected by his teammates to be a captain today because I truly thought that he was he had completely lost them. That's the that's the last hope. Yeah, if you're you, like you, you're not dumb, right? If as a player, you're not dumb. You know, like, dude, if Brendan's gonna get a win, it's gonna be today, right? So we gotta mm -hmm. gas him up, gas him up. But that's good. Yeah, good job sure. on them because it worked. It totally worked. Again, he wasn't perfect. And I hate when he gets. I hate when they do the run, run, pass thing because it just sets him up for failure. Yeah. Um. And they t it happened the entire first half, but mm -hmm. he he got hot. And I love that. Um, whoever was calling the plays today, which is probably a conversation for another day. Um. Uh, I love that whoever was calling the plays kept throwing the ball when they were up twenty to zero because they very easily. They could have. They knew they were going to win the game at that point. Yeah. They could have yeah. sat on it, but they said, "Hey, we got to get this kid some confidence." And there's open receivers out there, so let's see if he can hit them. Yeah, it's a crazy thing. He he only completed 12 passes today. Felt it, like it just felt like so many. It felt like so <laughs> many completions. Uh, uh, like I said, I, I I there is a big disparity to me between your guys' quarterback and our guys' starting quarterback. And I'm not saying your guys' quarterback is you know an All Pac-12 guy. I, like the, what, Cruz but I, has arm talent too. What I will say though is one of those guys had time and the other guy didn't. Oh man, I don't know. I, I think the problem though is even when Gunner has time, like I think he's so predisposed to just wanting to throw the quick horizontal pass that gets the ball out of his hands. That <laughs> just give this thing to someone else. Yeah, it's like a hot potato, yeah. man. <laughs> For sure. I want to look at what, what were his stats. Gunner Cruz. Yeah. Uh, he, he, 13 to 22, 82 yards and an interception. And he had more completions than Brendan. Yeah. He did. It's crazy. So he he's averaging about three and a half yards a pass. Yes, 3.7 to be exact. Brendan Lewis, on the other hand, 13.1. Pretty interesting. Impressive. But yeah. I want to hear about. Well, let's get into Brendan Rice, too. Because he's an Arizona, Arizona native, Chandler High School. Exactly. Jerry Rice's son. As we have heard plenty. I would imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> Hear a lot about that. A lot right. of headlines whenever he does something good. I bet you can go on ESPN right now. There's a clip that says, Jerry Rice's son catches 62-yard touchdown pass. Won't even throw his name in there. But, yeah, it was, a good, it was a good day for Brendan Rice. And I think that that's exciting for CU fans just because, I mean, we said over and over again, like, we don't even know if the receivers are good. We know that they're talented. We know that they're fast. We know that we're excited. But because of the passing game, you just don't even know. But Brendan really broke out today, and that is really exciting to see. We, uh, we bitched and moaned about the quote about subtle changes all week long because it sounded so dumb. For, to give you guys <clears throat> uh, perspective, Carl Durrell said during the, the bye week they, made, like, they didn't fire anyone. They didn't change anything on offense. Uh, in terms of play caller or whatever, he just said, we were making some subtle changes. And for a team that was averaging eight and a half points per game against FBS opponents, that made people really mad that all they were making was subtle changes mm -hmm. during the bye week. Nobody else in the country under 13, by the way, just if, for a little perspective. Uh, if if the subtle change... And those ones aren't making subtle changes. Yes. No. If the subtle no. change was get the ball to Brendan Rice, count me in. Count me in on the subtle uh, change. Just real, <laughs> yeah. real quick on Brendan Rice, because I'm kind of a recruiting nerd when it comes okay. to stuff. And so... Chandler and Chandler Hamilton High School in Arizona are 
I think there's a stat that within the last, you know, and I think uh, our guy Justin Spears is listening, so he might have the actual numbers on this. But but the guys that have come out of Chandler are crazy, or in that area, Terrell Suggs, mm-hmm. Deion Jordan, mm-hmm. Cameron Jordan, it, it's just loaded. Mm-hmm. But I watched him probably three years ago, and this is before I knew that he was Jerry Rice's kid. Mm-hmm. And your eyes immediately kind of gravitate towards him. He looks He's the big. part. Oh. He looks the way that your modern 2021 wide receiver is supposed to look. So. Mm-hmm. Just from my perspective, not actually watching you guys closely, because believe it or not, I like watching good football Fair. Um, when I can. That's a, that's a um, good one. You got us. He's a guy, though, that I. He's a guy, though, that that it makes sense that he's good. I guess I'll put it to you like that. Yeah, and in I just I'm really relieved to see him get some chances and get the ball because as he's running routes and getting open and the ball's never going near him all season, I'm thinking he's this guy's going to transfer. It's a business decision, right? If if you don't have a quarterback. How do you go to the NFL? I mean, that's true, absolutely. But that's why, you know, that's why we're going to get the Oklahoma quarterback, and then Brendan Rice will transfer to Arizona and be back home. Everything's all good, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Already took Jason Harris from us. I know, and he's been good. He's been very good for us. Very good. I wonder what that was all about. No, his brother. It's his older brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. That dude's big. Yeah. I always thought Jason should be playing basketball. Jason is a stud basket, and he's legitimately six foot eight. You watch him; he was on the field before the game, mm-hmm. talking with some old Colorado teammates. And I mean, Big. you guys know this; he's a tall dude, man. Yeah, he is. Um, someone tweeted a, like dunking on him after the game for transferring. So <laughs> interesting. I was hoping that the Arizona website would have his weight, just because I'm curious. He's what l- that he's is. Probably about two forty five. Yeah. He's about 6'8", 245. Kid, I mean, he's put kid. some on since he was at Colorado, but he's yeah. just to he play got, defensive line. He got a basketball player build, man. When you've got that build, it's difficult to – you can put on muscle, but he's never going to be – like, if you see – his father played in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He was part of the Desert Swarm. Mm-hmm. If you stand next to his father, Sean Harris, he's legitimately 6'3", 250, and just like that Bulky. broad bulk. His, his sons are far more angular than yeah. that. But I thought if – Jason can end up looking like Jalen because I thought Jalen looks like a, like mm-hmm. he has a lot more muscle and For bulk sure. on him. For sure. He's also not quite as tall as Jason, so that helps a little bit. But your point's well taken. I mean, Jalen's put on a lot of good weight. Yeah, Good. Good for him. All right. Uh, before we wrap things up, let's just get some uh, big takeaways. Oh, I got one more thing to talk about. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. I, maybe you guys didn't get my text. Um, oh. Is this the worst college football team and could – in the history of college football. Like, it's hard for me to say that because I haven't seen some of those, like, mm-hmm. lower Division One teams all the time. So I don't think Arizona, from a talent perspective, is quite there. But I will say this. Next year, they got to play San Diego State, Mississippi State, and North Dakota State. If you know anything about them, oh, yeah. they're, they're a powerhouse. Um, and they could easily beat any – any power five school any mm-hmm. uh, any point in time they've beaten kansas state they've beaten other teams like so yep. it's legit possibility arizona might lose the rest of these games so that's six on top of the zero and six that they already are mm-hmm. and they've already got an 18 game losing streak so that makes 24 if they lose at least 10 more games next season they will tie the record for most losses, losses most consecutive losses with, uh, with northwestern a hot in take. The, the, okay. the game after that's Utah on the road. I don't think they're winning that one. They're getting the record. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. How long until Jordan <laughs> McLeod comes back? Uh, he oh. m- Next year. He, he's going to come back next year. But also on top of that, 
We got the recruit, the the four star recruit court, uh, quarterback coming from Hawaii. You right? got to uh, no from uh, Anaheim, Sorry, California. Anaheim. Yeah, you're good. Noah Fafita, same thing. Kid out, right? <laughs> kid out. Yeah, Anaheim, Hawaii, same <laughs> song. But uh, yeah, he's. But you know, at the same time, though, I mean, he's going to be a freshman quarterback. So I'll like, take my bet that they don't set the record. I think they get a win at some point. Let me point ask you this: Saul, I think they set the record when when you were talking about they won't the win worst, this year, though. When we're talking about the worst teams in Power Five history. Are we overlooking last year's Arizona team? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, but again, like I, I will say this. When you're talking about a program that gets to this point, right, it's so much more than just the current regime. Mm-hmm. Like they had to deal with shitty-ass recruiting from Rich Rod, okay, who didn't even want to recruit Texas until like the last year or two that he was at U of A. That's bold. And that's because my guy Justin Spears literally called him out on it during a press conference. <laughs> Not even can you a month later they're in Texas recruiting. <laughs> because they didn't have any size. Yeah. And all the big boys are in Texas. Everybody knows that. Yep. And so then after that, you bring in Sumlin, who could care less about anything going on with U of A. That guy, I'm surprised he Just even found checks. the stadium to do his damn job. Even on TV, you would watch him and be like, dude, does this guy even I remember feeling that. I, I thought that from this side. It of was things. awful. So then, and he barely even touched the ground, used a, a fucking chopper to get to high school games and didn't do dick with it. I'm not even kidding you. There's no footage way. out there of that. In a, yes. No. Yes. A million percent, yes. Solid flex. So, yeah. Yeah. He was it, like, oh, yeah, the show's here. Like, dude, my high school team is better than the guys you're recruiting. <laughs> Shut up. And so now Jet Fish is here trying to clean up. And when you have a level of inadequate talent compared to your opposition, every little error is, 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 on a, is in a microscope. Every little flaw, every little thing that you do, because you have no margin of error. Yeah. Like, there's just nothing that there to play with. So you have to play almost a perfect game every single time. And Arizona's just not good enough to do that. Today, they played a very solid game, I thought, defensively. They came up, they, they broke down a couple times, which led to a couple field goals. But outside of that, I thought they played a very good game. The offense continuously, the offense moved the ball. They, they got, you know, maybe 10, 20, 30 yards on... You know, a couple possessions, they just can never get it done because they would shoot themselves with the foot with a stupid penalty or all these other things. And then you throw in the play calling of Jetfish. Jetfish is in an almost unwinnable position right now, and he's doing his damnedest. I know he's doing his damnedest. I know a lot of those guys that are on those on 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 the coaching staff and and behind the scenes that are busting their ass to try and renovate this program that is absolutely in the shitter and it's in the shitter because you had dudes that didn't give a shit about the red and blue of Arizona. They didn't live and breathe it. These dudes do. They're going to turn it around. You just got to have faith. We all knew this was coming. I don't think people thought it would get to this extent or it's just different when you're in the moment experiencing it. And so I, that's that's all I have to say to Wildcat Nation. I'm going to say Hang last, in there. I'm gonna, it's going to be okay. I'm going to say last year's team was worse because last year's team had a coaching staff that didn't care. To answer Saul's question, no, it's not the worst team. Last year's team was. I mean, just watching Jarek Broussard run for 300 yards last year versus, what, 50 today? There's a big difference there. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think they'll get a win, and I also think they'll eventually get a quarterback because Jed Fish is a quarterback guy, and when you have a quarterback, you have a chance. I will say this. 
I will say this. If there's anything that could redeem this season and possibly burn Tucson all the way down to the ground, it's if they actually end up beating ASU the last game of the year. I swear. Wow. I do it. I will make a bet right now. I will wear a freaking Speedo in the mall if U of A beats ASU. You can write that. <laughs> you can record it. I don't give a shit. It'll I, happen. I love I would, that. I would say there's almost a 0% chance of that happening, but... Rivalry games are crazy, especially that one. Um, so anything can happen. Uh, I really last wish thing I, I wanted say to say. Wait, my contribution to this, North Dakota State next year, winnable. I don't think they get it. They also have Washington State at home next year, winnable. Don't think they get that one either. But the revenge game week one of 2023 against Northern Arizona, that's when the streak ends. <laughs> Worst case scenario. That would be 36 games. Worst case scenario. 36 game <laughs> losing streak. That's a, I'm calling that a lock right now. Oh, DraftKings <laughs> pick of the week for next week. Hang on to this one for the last week of August in 2023. Uh, last thing I wanted to say is just uh, this was a real perspective game for CU fans. Um, and and it, was, it was really important to have because... Everyone I talked to before the game thought thought, thought we were going to lose. Um, I mean, I had friends placing multiple hundred dollar bets on Arizona money line as like an emotional hedge, oh my God. but just saying like <laughs> emotional hedge for sure. But just saying like there's just we we can't win a game without a quarterback. Um, and so this I, I I think this was a really really needed brush of breath. Uh, Breath, breath, of breath, of breath of fresh air. Breath of fresh air for CU fans. And also a perspective of just like, okay, it definitely, like, people are thinking, like, it can't get worse than this. Yep. It can get worse. Also, yep. shout out to Fernando Parra in the stream, in the in the chat. He had this really cool comment. He said, as a DMVR member and a U of A fan, this, this PHNX slash DMVR crossover has been the highlight of the football season for me. Hell Thanks, yeah. guys, for all the great content. Hopefully he's we a basketball fan, you, too. We'll have some cool stuff there. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to turn the tables. <laughs> uh, I can wait. I can wait. My, my last thought, though, you know, I totally agree. This was needed. Yeah. And, and it just kind of changes the complexion a little bit at this point. You know, now all of a sudden, I don't say that you expect to go into Cal and beat Cal, but at least it feels like it's very much on the table. It's I a just, realistic possibility. Whereas going into this week, it was just don't screw this one up because if you screw this one up, it's off the rails forever. You're, we're calling yeah. this a one-win season until it isn't. Yeah. And now you you look at that game. You you look at the Oregon State game, and you're like, okay, there's there's potential Oregon to State do is something. Good. It is good, Oregon but it's still Oregon and, State. And, but they're also on the upward trajectory. I'm a big fan yeah. of Jonathan Smith. Um, I won't be predict predicting them to win those games, but I will. I do now expect them to be competitive. Until they aren't. Yeah. And that's very possible that they won't. <laughs> yeah. And you look at the other games, you know, you've got Cal, Oregon, Oregon State, UCLA, Washington, Utah. Maybe Don't Washington's you, more weight than Oregon State. But at least you, you, you're not just expecting a bloodbath every single week. And that, that part of it is, it's, it's refreshing. Brendan Lewis is fun. We're, we'll see what happens. Uh, we're here to help. Yeah.
Yes, we appreciate you guys. You guys. Also, this was this was really fun. I'm it glad was. we did it. Was, it was really uh, fun. And uh, it's great having you guys out here. So. No, I appreciate you guys uh, letting us be part of your, your crew for the weekend. And uh, yeah, this was, Very this much was really so. fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Well, maybe we'll come back up for the Colorado U of A basketball game. You better. Please maybe do. Maybe I'll head down for the yeah. Colorado U of A basketball right. game. More than welcome. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that. I don't think you're ready for that smoke. Oh, no, that scrimmage this morning looked nice. <laughs> <laughs> knocking down some threes. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk when it's time. There we go. There we uh, go. That'll do it for all of us. Uh, shout out to producer Kale behind the scenes. Kale and uh, appreciate all you guys for listening. Give us a thumbs up on the way out, whether you're watching on the PHNX, whether you're watching on DNVR. Maybe jump over to the other and give mm, them both a that's like. That's real love. Wouldn't mind that. Maybe subscribe to both. I don't know. Just, that would be just fantastic. Just throwing the hint. idea out there. That's going to do it for today. And we will see you guys at some point.